welcome to Resolve. Great to have you with us. Now, in recent weeks, we have seen coordinated protests around the nation. Several federal politicians have been heckled on our university campuses and a national TV program hijacked by student protesters. So what is going on in the world of student activism? With me in the studio to discuss this is Ben Gilholm from New South Wales Young Labor. Ben, welcome. Thanks for having me, Nick. Now, you've been involved with Young Labor for some time now. What drew you to student politics and to the Labor Party? I've always been in student politics, if you can believe that. So in primary school, we had a mock youth parliament. I kind of worked with my school on addressing some of the issues around there, which was fantastic, and then tried to follow it into high school. Became the SRC leader for four and a half years. I'd say what drew me mainly was because of the fact my family, my grandparents mainly, had some good political discussions that got me to think about things in the process. And so around about the age of 15, a mate of mine talked to me about a few things and introduced me to the Labor Party in many ways. I had a look at everyone else's policies in the process and Labor just met what I was sort of thinking at the time and still is. Now, you're a passionate Christian. Yep. Have you ever felt that you've needed to compromise on your faith in order to maintain your involvement in the Labor Party? Well, I would say being a person who took Christianity seriously right at mid-teens, being a person who's been actively in the Christian faith as well as being active in the Labor Party, I'd say I haven't. At the end of the day, for those people who do have a faith and are part of a political party, it's just a matter of looking at whether they still meet the values of what you joined at the time and whether they still meet how you work in your faith as well. How do you reconcile the Labor Party's platform, which is supportive of changing the Marriage Act, with your Christian convictions? I'd say in the process that the Marriage Act is one of the things that sort of splits certain people in the party because they do have a particular faith, like those who have a Catholic Anglican background, like Deb O'Neill, who's a strong Catholic in the Labor Party, who has made it quite clear she's not a big supporter of gay marriage. But in that process, though, she's not saying that she's completely off the table to helping those recognise what they know as a relationship either. I mean, I share the same view as Deb on that. As a Christian, I would personally say if gay marriage was to come through in the first place, we'd have to change the definition of a marriage itself, which is not very popular either. I've always been a person that said that I'm not a supporter of gay marriage, but guaranteeing that there's a little bit of discussion on amending the act on civil unions because clearly there's an opportunity for their rights to be recognised as well as the sanctity of marriage remains in that process as well. When the party talks about those things, sure, I may disagree on those things, but at the end of the day, it is purely working as a team, not just going, oh, you don't agree with me, I'm going to leave the party type thing. So you think it's important for Christians who are in the Labor Party to stay there and fight the good fight for the beliefs that they have rather than going to, say, the Christian Democrats or yeah. faith-based. Well, that's exactly right, because at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, your faith is your faith, and you've got to stand by it. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or visit our website, nickshelley.com forward slash resolve. In what ways does your faith in Jesus relate to your support of the Labor Party? Education and health has been built on Christian value, and that's what's built us into a great nation now. And I mean, that's also been the case in many different countries as well. The fact that the party itself shares my values when it comes to education is a big supporter for me. That's exactly why I joined the party, to look at things like education, look at health and look at other things that Christians have built towards. 
There is a perception within the community that much of the Christian church seems to be partisanly aligned with conservative parties such as the Liberals, the Nationals, the Christian Democrats, Family First, you name it. Is this perception true and what can Labor do to attract Christians back to their cause? So to address the first part of that, I'd say, sure, there might be a few people in churches who have been in a background of a Liberal or a Christian Democrat and that's their choice clearly. But in that process, I'd say there's a lot of swing voters in churches as well. I would probably say there's roughly around about over 50% that are still swing voters in the process. And it's not because there's a particular policy on the Liberal side. It's just a matter of the election time, whether people are actually willing to actually look at the policies on both ends. As for Labor, again, it comes to them at the election time to make sure that their policies are known to people and not just talked in legal jargon, but spoken in a way that people will understand that that this is going towards education because we need to put funding towards it. People will understand that. One criticism often levelled at the Labor Party is that it has abandoned its working class roots, the Howard Battlers, as the Liberals like to call them. Is there any truth to this claim? And is Labor more concerned about inner city elites than the working class? Well, I have to say no to that, just because, A, I'm from Camelotown. I've always, and I mean always, worked with both sides of politics here, and Labor has always put the best interests first. We've had a Labor government who's provided infrastructure across many different parts of Sydney. A perfect example of it is the widening of the M5 down near Camelotown. We've seen many upgrades throughout the process, and we were putting forward different things like the MBN because we knew at least those in rural and regional New South Wales got the infrastructure they needed and deserved. Got a question? you'd like resolved well don't just sit there send it to us now on facebook or twitter or even our website nickshelley.com forward slash resolved Politically speaking, what areas do you think young people are passionate about and why? I think young people have many different areas of which they're interested in. It's not to say they have one particular area that they focus on and lock jaws into. At the end of the day, people will go to what they're interested in mainly. So people might like trains and so may lead to transport or they like how their teacher has taught them over a particular way and so in which case they might be encouraged to go to education. And just getting into the conversation itself is just a rewarding process in the first place. What vision do you have for Australia? Well, there's a few different things that any person could do if they had abundance of resources at their disposal. I think if I was in the Abbott camp, one of the things I'd be looking at possibly is still trying to find a way of the Gonski reviews to continue on because one of the things that we've known for many, many years is that public education hasn't been able to compete with the private sector and that's because there's lack of resources going towards where it needs and infrastructure needs as well. And not only that, I'd be looking at possibly a different way to look at competing on the global scale as well as changing the way we do manufacturing here to encourage more investors to come here rather than do nothing and still stick with the 1960s model of manufacturing. Now, one question that we like to ask people on this show is where they see themselves going in the coming years. (laughs) Ben, where do you see your political career leading you? Premier? Prime Minister? Well... I have to say, political career is one of those things that you've got to take into consideration with people that you're around. So who knows if I get offered a position to join a parliament, I'd say that I'd have to talk with my spouse at that time. And so I'd say I'd consider it, but I wouldn't say I'd go straight into it. Fair enough. Ben Gilholm, thank you for your time. Thank you. For past episodes and extended interviews, check out the Resolve podcast available on the iTunes store or visit our website, nickshelley.com forward slash resolve. Now next week we'll be chatting to Alex Gabbett, 
a young creative whose work has been seen by over 2 million people on YouTube. That's right, 2 million people. And has even ended up on air on SBS and the ABC. Don't miss out on it. Remember, we love to answer your questions. So why not fire a few at us on Facebook, Twitter or via our website, nickshelley.com forward slash resolve. Until next week, stay resolved, Australia. Bye for now.